Okay, okay. Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. Kimberly, what is going on over there? <laughs> Good to be back in the studio today. Feeling sharp again today. <laughs> Are you still sharp? Ready to hit another podcast on... What are you focused on right now? It's New Year, right? Yep. New Year, new me, new 2022. Like, like what's the team going to do? So when it comes to work, I want to talk about what are you focused on? What am I focused on? And kind of challenge leaders. Like, what are they focused on right now? I am focused on, for this year, people development. Mm-hmm. And I mean that specifically for my team, right? Really thinking about my team, where they're at, where they need to be, What am I doing in order to support that? And I know as leaders, we do that nonstop, right? I mean, that's just part of the job. That's what we should be doing every day. But this year for me specifically, I think what I am seeing is perhaps I didn't do that very well last year. I could have done that a little bit better. I could have given more clear guidance. And maybe I wasn't giving that clear guidance like I should be. And when I'm thinking about this year, I want to be dialed in. Mm -hmm. This year, I want to be dialed in with my team, my specific leadership team, and gaining alignment with my leadership team. And we've had some movement. We've had some changes. There's just been lots of, of things happening over the last year. You know, COVID for me, I think it does feel a bit of an excuse, but I think COVID had created some disjointedness, if Mm -hmm. if that's the right word, but it it created some, for whatever reason, separation in our approach to how we do our work. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why it was because there was just this very quick, we need to do things differently, right? We're in this training organization and now all of a sudden you're no longer doing face-to-face. You have to do it virtual. So it's a big shift in how we were doing our work. And I feel like Although we did great work, we had lots of accomplishments, we were good at what we did, it feels a bit like, you know, strands, just they're not braided together. Mm -hmm. They're kind of separated. And I need to bring that braid back and unite the team back to what are we doing? Why are we doing it? How are we doing it? And do they have the skill set to do that with their teams, Mm -hmm. right? And am I giving them the coaching and the guidance that they need day by day. So that's what I'm focused on. This year for for me is absolutely focused on my team, the people who directly report to me, ensuring that we're aligned and speaking the same language and we understand each other. We're in sync. Man, that just made me think of that that song by NSYNC. All right, so what are you focused on? That's how quickly Well, I just want to comment back to what you're focused on. I think that's great. And I I would say, you know, I'm just knowing you and knowing the team that you have and knowing the department that you're over, I wouldn't be beating yourself up too bad on the whole, like, how did I do last year with it? Because I do see that department, like, is... There's the whole transition as you're pivoting, right, through yeah. COVID. And and I think we did that very quickly. And I think we do a good job of laying the track as the train is coming, yeah. right? And so we kind of had to do that. You kind of looked across the organization and saw some opportunity for moving people in places where they were better suited, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of got all that out and got all that moved around where it's better for the company. It's better for that person. Yep. They're thriving. The company's thriving. And then you've got to replace some people and you put more people back on the team. Yeah. And so now it's like when I look across that team, man, I mean, we've got high, high talent. We do. Right? High talent. And so thinking about 
skill development and how you get this whole thing working together just makes perfect sense for me, right? So that we can maximize productivity and what we put out and the quality of what we put out because we've got the right people on the bus. Yeah, I got to say our selection process was solid last year. Solid. We got some heavy hitters, really great talent. I'm excited about the opportunity and kind of what they're going to do over this next year. But it does require, right, that middle layer. Yes. To help them get where they need to get, right? And be yes. productive quickly, if, yes. if possible. So that's where I'm at. I appreciate I the, love it. the comment about don't beat myself up too bad. I just think I need to do a little bit more. I need to dial it in a little bit more and really listen and kind of poke and, and challenge and, and have those engaging conversations more often. Yes. You know, when I think about the end of last year, I think I got a little lazy on those, my one-on-one meetings with my managers and... You know, it was kind of like, hey, if nothing's burning, you know, or if you don't need anything, we don't need to meet. And But now that brain is sharp, sharp from that 75-day challenge. I'm ready, ma'am. I got a lot of questions. Those managers better look out. Look out because I've got questions and they better have answers. No, I'm just kidding. So what about you? What are you thinking about for the next year? I'm really, there's a, a word that you brought up in a meeting about a month ago about discipline. And I mean, light bulbs just started going off for me. And, and I was like, yes, yes. Yes, it's about the discipline because I feel like we are really, really good at what we do. But when there are uh-ohs or rework or back it up or a little bit, it's because of that process, right? We may not be following the process or there may not have been a formal process or a documented or a written process. And so I am all about discipline and those processes. So one, do we have a process? Is it written down? Oh, boy. Yeah. Is it written down? Here she comes, people. She's going to want to know, what was step one and step two? <laughs> yeah. And then are we following the process? So mm. it's one thing to have it, right? It's one thing to have our strategy documents. It's one thing to have a project plan. Yeah, yeah we created one. But are we using that? Yeah. And so are we using that to communicate? So are we following our process? Is it working? Is it efficient? Is it the best it can be? Is it working for our customers? Is it working for us? And so that's kind of my role to go around and make sure it's working well. Yeah. So I'm all about the process and the discipline back to that process so that we don't have those uh uh-ohs. And I think it'll just fix some of the missteps we had last year and we won't see those again this year. Yeah, that's what happens, right? You you have a a process or a broken process or a non-utilized process And all of a sudden, you start seeing inefficiency, work inefficiency. Yes. And rework and errors and mistakes. And that can be damaging to a team's reputation. Yes. Or it's one or the other in my mind. I'm sure there's other things that that result, but it's damaging to the reputation or everybody's burned out because they're working so hard. Yes. It can cause frustration for for the team and for individuals on the team because they're having to back up and do things or they're like, oh, you know, I missed that. Well, if we would ensure that we have, you know, processes, they wouldn't get into that jam and they wouldn't have to do rework and wear themselves out and do double time. I like it. You know me, I like a good process. I'm one of those who like, give me my steps and I'm going to follow it. And I always like to enhance the process, right? Not too much. There's a balance though. You can overdo it on the process. Yes. And you can underdo it. You can be too much in the gray or you can be too much black and white. And there's that nice healthy balance in the middle and finding that, striking that is important. Yes. Which is where I think kind of to your point, I got excited about this, to your point about contacting your customers. I think mm-hmm. that's where the balance comes in, right? Mm-hmm. The customers come in and they say, well, 
here's what I like or here's what's not working. And they provide that kind of middle ground. So seeking your customer's thoughts yes. is so important to that process. Agreed. I agree with that. And I think also that I think one of the other questions I've asked myself is, does everybody know the process? You know, does the customer know what the process is so yeah. that we're not leaving them in the dark and they're not missteps on their side and all of that? So, And there's I, a lot of assumptions around that. I yeah. mean, I, I can absolutely look back over, you know, my time with customers where I'm sitting there, we're having this conversation and it's clear they have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and that is an immediate, you know, kind of tick in my head that says, whoa, I made a misstep. I did not educate them on the process, right? It's in the so beginning. natural. I know where we're at in the beginning. I didn't say here's phase one, phase two, phase three, or whatever it yeah. is that we're... You're guiding them through it, but did they, yeah. did they ever get the big picture? Yeah, I think yeah. that's so important. Yeah. Good work, Kimberly. Yeah, that's where I am like laser beam focused on that whole discipline and processes. That would be one. Man, um, I think that's fantastic. And I'm excited about it. I'm yeah. excited about it because I think I can just see how it can increase and affect productivity. And when you have all of this great talent on this team maximizing productivity, I mean, we have so much to do. I think yeah. that will help us get, you know, to a year in where we have really cranked out some really good quality, nice stuff and a nice amount of stuff. And I think that's a good strategy, right? When you think about it overall, what what we do, right, from a training and development, learning and development organization, quality is critical. It is essential. If you have shoddy training, nobody wants to come to it. No. Nobody wants to use it. Everybody says that's a waste of time. Yes. And having excellent products and excellent services is paramount. Exactly. I completely agree. And so thinking in terms of training... Right there, I have another thing that I'm kind of laser. Is that your Today Show transition right there? Is that what's happening? <laughs> that was Today Show quality right there. <laughs> so there's this other thing. So one of the things that I'm doing, you know, for just for my leadership is reading, reading a lot. Mm. And I like to take kind of this time of the year to read up on the trends and what's happening and mm. what's going on about, you know, in, in training and what are other people doing? What are other industries doing? And there's this word out there that I saw, you know, probably a couple of weeks ago. And then one of our team members sent out an article this last week. And I started reading that article on Friday. And I was like, there's that word again. Yeah. And it's atomizing training. And I was like, what does that even mean? So I started to dig into studying what is atomizing training. Yeah. And it's the how you get things out to people, all right. right? What are all the different ways they can find it? What are all the different ways that you can provide it to them? Yeah. You know, even if you have one product that you've spent a lot of time creating, does it live in one place? Yeah. Or is there a different way you can tweak all of that information to put it out in different places? And so I'm laser beamed on that. Like, how can we get what we do out to the mass organization? To I think I'm going to change that word atomizing to peppered. Peppered. <laughs> I love it. How are you peppering training? Yeah, how are you peppering your training? I love that. <laughs> oh, that's a mess. I can't believe I just said that. But it's kind but, of funny. Yeah. So anyway, you know, we're just reading up on those trends, and I thought that's a really cool one. And I think it fits right along with kind of some of the discussions that we've had in the last couple of weeks about what are we going to do in the future and what are we doing for 2022? Well, and you can even take that, you know, people who are listening to this episode today, it's like you take that word and you think about it even in their own functions. You can almost atomize any type of service, Yes, right? I mean, maybe I'm stretching that a little bit too far, but I'm just thinking of other organizations and services that they provide. How can you atomize your services? 
How can you educate your organization on the services you provide in multiple ways? How do they reach you? How do they contact you? How do they learn what you do? Yes. Man, I love that. I think that's a great little nugget for the day is atomizing the products or the services that you provide. If you're a service organization, right? Not all organizations are, but there is something that you provide the organization that may be unique to the company. And how do you educate or how do you put that out there in Mm -hmm. a way that it, it's more broad. More more people have exposure to it. Oh, I like that. I like thinking in terms like that. But, you know, I, I think about those that are not necessarily in a service organization. Maybe they're in a production, right? Yeah. They're a production organization. And I think about, so what would they do with that type of information? What would that leader do? And I think about, well, what is it that your team does really, really well? Yeah. And how is it that you do that? And have you shared that with your other leader colleagues? Like, hey, here is something my team now, we weren't so great at it. Now we're rocking on it. I'm going to share it with you. And it's up to them what they do with it. But how do you share your successes around the organization? Mm-hmm. Lifting, yeah. really, you're lifting everybody up along, right? Yes. Yes. L- love that. Or do you share it up even with your, does your leader know? Does your next level leader know that you do this? Or does their next level leader know that you do this? And so maybe it's, you get the information to them and they're like, now that is good. I want everybody to do that. And so they kind of go and share it out. And it could be the smallest thing. The smallest thing. But it makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything else you're working on or focused on for your work life? For like for the team? Yeah. Or Uh, your own self? I would say yes. So there's the work that I do with the team, right? That's the whole discipline thing. But then I also have some things that I'm working on personally, my own personal leadership and what are my goals for the year. And so one of them is the same goal I had the previous year about communication, you know, communicating up and down the organization, right? And so I think I did more of it last year, but I wouldn't give myself an A plus on it for sure. (laughs) There's still room for improvement. Okay. And what would you give yourself? Uh, really? Uh, I don't know. I think I, I've really got to go back and kind of look at the, like the tracking sheet. I'm like, it's somewhere between like the B mark or okay. around the B mark. Okay. But I'm like, even then, because I have such high expectations of myself, I might even just give myself a C plus. Oh, man, man, that's rough. I know. But it's not that I didn't do other things. It's just in that one area. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I really think it wasn't, it wasn't great. Okay. It really wasn't great. So I'm not going to beat myself up too bad. All I can do is like start again. <laughs> Keep going, right? But I think I have a little more clarity right now. And maybe it's I was operating that fog and I got the sugar out of my diet and, yeah. you know, I'm ready to go. I have just had an aha moment of what does that look like and how to do that better, yeah. right? Because there was even like, I think it's, I mean, it was a little bit new in that role. And I was like, what? why would I update them? Why would I go take this uh-huh, information? Uh-huh. And now I think I have real, real clarity about. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, you shared with me a week or so ago these two questions that are so simple. And I was like, dear Lord, why didn't you tell me that two years ago? (laughs) And maybe you did, but I didn't hear it. But there was a who who needs to know this information and who wants to know this information. Mm. And I was like, that is so good. So I start going through my weekly reports now and I'm looking at all these different things that are coming into my inbox and all my emails. And and I look at them with this lens, who needs to know this information and who would want to know this information. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I mean, like that was like multiplied times 10 because I was helping a one of our customers develop some training and their, yeah. their team was having an issue with communication. 
And so we talked about these two questions and we expanded it a little bit, right? So we gave them the who needs to know, who wants to know, what level of detail would they want right. to know, yeah. and what is the best method, right? Yeah. Do they want it in an email? And so we made it so simple for them. But that to me was just a, a light bulb moment. So I feel like I can go do this better. So I'm focused in on one would be communication skills, yep, right? Yep. Just doing better job at it. And then the other thing is a technical skill of personality assessment. So it's something oh, that our company does. Yeah. And we don't have enough people in the company that do it, right, that have that skill and are certified to do that. And I think we started this last year, probably when I'm in the brain fog. And, you know, things just happened. We had some changes around our organizations. And so we it just kind of like slid off the radar. But this year, I'm super excited about it because I do feel like I'm like, oh, I think I can do this because there's so much to it. It's, I mean, it's confusing and it's complicated. <laughs> and last year, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to remember all this, but my hippocampus is firing it's off firing. this year. It's ready to go. Yeah. And so I'm just super excited about just learning that, how we do that and how that whole personality assessment works and being able to provide that service for the company. Yeah, that's me. What about you? Guys, you? You're, I can't even tell by the way you're talking. You are like on fire today. <laughs> My eyes are clear. Are. Like, I'm going to do this. So I'm going to do this and this and this. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I love it. I love the energy. I love the yeah. uh, focus. But I don't feel like it's too much. Two things. No. Communication and learning a new technical skill. No, ma'am. I, I don't think that's it. too much at all. I think <laughs> I, I really don't. I, I think that that's a good because y- you're going to be able to balance both of them. Right. And And the nice thing about the communication is, in my opinion, you can easily make that part Part of of your work. work. Yeah. When you make it part of your work, it's more likely to happen. Yes. Right? You you can marry the two together. When they are separate and it's like an added chore on top of everything else, all of a sudden it's like that chore goes right down to the bottom of the list. If you can see those two come together and you see one benefiting the other or, or, or just integrating the two. Yes. It's just you're going to knock it out. It's not like something separate I have to do after hours. Exactly. It's done during the work, right? And even this whole personality assessment, it's not just me. There's several people that are going through that. Yep. Uh, We've built that in to our work. Yep. Right? So it's not like, when am I going to get that down? I know exactly when I'm going to get that done. Yep. Uh, So I love that too. So I'm feeling like this is going to be a very successful year. (laughs) Ooh-wee. We're going to have to check in in June and then in December and see yeah. No more C's, Kimberly. No more C's. I'm like, this isn't really a C. It could have been a B. You're being but... tough on yourself, yeah. man. Anyway, that, that's another thing I'm working on, negativity. Got to <laughs> polish up that positivity. <laughs> a positive, positive yeah. mindset. Yeah. So what about you? Do you have something personal that you're working on? I do. And, you know, I started reading, and I know we've kind of talked about books and things. I'm reading a couple of books right now, and one of them is the Brene Brown Atlas of the Heart. Mm. And I have started really the first couple of chapters. Number one, it's just a beautiful book when I look at it. But how she has started off that book really has given me a lot of things to think about personally, just my life in general, my childhood, just a lot of things. And you've mentioned this word discipline. And when I think about discipline, it's doing things when you don't want to do them, Mm -hmm. right? And it's Mm -hmm. doing hard things when you don't want to do them. Mm -hmm. And I think there are things that I know personally I don't want to do, and I can make excuses for not doing them. And so for me this year, I want to think about why I don't want to do them. And I want to also get to a place, I know this is like, we're going a little bit deep with me here on this one. 
I want to get to a place of accepting that I don't want to do them and stop playing games, right? It's like, I need to accept that this is what I don't want to do and be okay with it, right? And and I don't have anything specific, real specific in mind. But the point there is that I can continue pretending like I want to do this thing (laughs) and continue saying, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's important to me or Uh I really want that or I'm working for whatever it is I'm working towards. But really deep down inside, I probably don't really want it because I can find 500 million excuses not to do Uh it. And that's, to me, what is important about discipline is really thinking about what is it that I need to do or I want to do and when the tough gets going, do I get going or do I quit? Uh-huh. And why do I quit? And if I quit, I really don't want it. So I think for me, the root of all of this is really thinking about who I am, what I want to be, how do I want to contribute as a person in this world? I know that you're probably weren't expecting any of this, right? But it really is that. It's understanding myself even better and knowing what I can do and what I can't do and what I want to do and what I don't want to do and being cool with it. Yeah. You know, in my own mind, I allow social pressures to make me be something. Like you should be. They're all shouldn't on you. That's right. They're shouldn't (laughs) on me. And I'm like, no more shouldn't. (laughs) And I shouldn't on me. You should. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Don't, don't, I like that. Don't shit on me. You go, you go shit on yourself. Yeah. I really like that a lot. So that's where I'm at. That's really the thing I want to do this year is just spend some time. And and I'll tell you, I was talking to somebody about that book, Alyssa Hart, this past week. And it was like, man, in that first couple chapters, you you kind of start reading it. And for me personally, I spent some time thinking about it. It was like, ooh, I got to close that book. I got to put it to the side for a little bit. Yeah. And I got (laughs) to, I got to give myself some time to come back to that. It's a pretty powerful book. Just about emotions and and just where things you're making decisions from, right? Are you making decisions out of fear and why are you making those decisions? And it's powerful. I I thought it was just really a a lovely book. I'm very grateful to the person who gave that to me for Christmas. I got that as a very unexpectedly a gift from someone and that was very kind of them and I've enjoyed it already so much. Nice. When so, you get done, I want to read it because that just sounds really good. It it really uh, is. It's worth the the time and the investment. Yeah. I can see that it's the whole like unpacking the mm-hmm. reason why I'm all about like this whole discipline thing is just driven me into the root cause, right? So when there's a problem, what's the root cause of it? And I can't help but look around my house and think, okay, so I have a mess on that desk right there. Yeah. What's the root cause of that? Is it because I don't have a place to go put some of those things? So Mm -hmm. is it a storage issue? Is it a laziness issue because I didn't put it away? You know, what is it? And so it's kind of like that. You're like, you're unpacking down to the root of what is this? And do I want to let it be like that? Yeah. I'm okay with it? Because if I'm okay with it, everybody else just needs maybe to be okay with it. That's exactly right. And and then let it go, right? If I'm okay with it, stop thinking about it and move on. Yeah. Right? And instead of feeling like I, I mean, should exactly as yes. a mom, my kids are supposed to grow up in a house that's perfect and clean, right? Whatever those pressures are, we put them on ourselves. And so, why am I putting yeah. this pressure? And then you kind of feel this guilt, right? Yes. Let the guilt go, right? Yeah. If it's not something that's really, really important, yeah, and it's not something for you, and you're never going to do it, just let the guilt go and move on to the things you do do well. That's exactly right. Where right. am I going to focus? Where am I going to put yeah. my energy? And then don't be shitting on other people either. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> don't be shitting on me, man. 
<laughs> my mother taught me that like years, so many years ago. It's not even funny. One of her girlfriends way back when said that to her, like, don't be shitting on me. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that this year. Don't be shitting on me. So, hey, yeah. so anything else that you want to add to this conversation in terms of what you're working on or anything you want to challenge our listeners to think about? Well, I think that's the whole point of the conversation. It's like, what are we working on with our teams and what are we working on for our own personal leadership? And I think as a leader, if you're listening to this and you haven't really thought about this year in terms of what am I doing, what do I need to be doing, what do I want to be doing, just take some time. Take some time to reflect, to think, and kind of have something that you're doing, right? Something that you're wanting to do differently or something that you're working on. Because if you don't, if you're not working on something, you're just... What are you doing? You're backing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The truck ain't moving forward, (laughs) right? Or the train ain't moving. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing we've always talked about this podcast is this is for people who want to move forward. That's right. Right? They want to make a step forward, no matter how small, no matter how big, just moving forward. Yeah. We believe in that. What you doing? Yeah. What you doing? What you what working you doing? on? What you doing? hmm Yeah. Those of you who are listening to this episode, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have taken a nugget from today that you can apply into your work life, into your personal life, wherever you can apply it, apply it. Think about what am I going to be working on for the next six months, 12 months, one year, whatever it is. Go for it. Dig in, dig deep, and figure it out. Why is that important to me? Yeah. Why does it matter? Then here's something that matters to me. Yes, it <laughs> Two does. Things. Two things. Listen, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, it's a great one. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That'll put us in your feed every week. Don't forget to share this with another leader. Be kind to those leaders that are in your circle and share this out with them. That helps us out. It helps us know that you want more of this. When it starts to move and it starts to grow, it just lets us know that we're doing the right thing. Then don't forget to come back again for an extra shot of leadership. 